Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog, and this is our podcast. We talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, our favorite food content, and some food news. In this episode, we're going to be returning to an ongoing series where we review some kind of food or, I guess, vegan-related movie and just kind of talk about it and our, our thoughts on it. So this movie, I would say, is definitely more vegan than food. I mean, it's also food and like a commentary on our food system, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, I guess it's sorry, not about cooking because yes, a lot of not the about movies, cooking. Yeah, a lot of the movies we reviewed before have had a lot of cooking in them. This one does not. Disclaimer, this is gonna get really emotional. <laughs> uh, yeah, like honestly, viewer discretion advised for the movie and listener discretion advised for the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. It's gonna get emotional. So the movie is Okja, which came out a few years ago. I think 2017. Yeah, yeah. And I had seen not all of it, let's say half of it a few years ago. And then both of us recently watched it. Yeah. I hadn't seen it until like a few weeks ago where I was like, oh, I have actually funny story that I watched it because of Taylor Swift <laughs> because I was looking up Jake Gyllenhaal movies and what an interesting Jake Gyllenhaal character you got I yeah first off everybody in this movie is incredible like their yeah. performance a plus Jake Gyllenhaal amazing Tilda Swinton amazing Paul Dano like every single person in this movie is amazing truly yeah it's a pretty all-star cast yeah um, so the movie, uh, how, well, how do you describe the movie? I guess it's this super pig yes. who ends up getting raised by this girl and her grandpa. And then it becomes a story of the super pig getting taken away from them to become part of what its actual purpose was, which was, you know, factory farming, basically. Yes. And then, but it also has this, so it's got this storyline of like, this young girl's relationship with this animal and mm -hmm. this connection with this animal, the food system aspect, but it also has an activism side to it as well. And like vegan activists and that kind of animal rights activists, I guess. Um, so it kind of, it honestly, I feel like it perfectly tells the tale of the like North American food system, yeah. at least from the meat perspective. Yeah. It very much just feels like it's a commentary on that. Yeah. Told through this like, adorable but also heartbreaking story <laughs> truly heartbreaking oh my goodness like actually it was written and directed by bong joon ho which for those of you that don't know you probably do know who this is because he's written and directed such incredible films uh two of my favorites parasite and the host if you mm -hmm. haven't seen either of them watch them they're both incredible and this is another honestly masterpiece it's so good yeah, it's like it's beautiful, it's emotional, and it has such uh, a powerful and important message. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, we're we're kind of just gonna talk through, yeah, the story like we normally do. Yeah. All right. So it it actually opens kind of ten years prior to where most of the story takes place, and you kind of it sets the tone for what's happening because there's this company called the Miranda. Mer Miranda. Miranda, yeah. Miranda Company. And I, I'm going to assume that's a play on, like, Monsanto. Mm. Like, I'm assuming. 
Because, like, Monsanto's a very big player in meat production. Yeah, So I'm going to assume that's what it's supposed to be. That makes sense. I did not even think of that. And the current CEO is Lucy. Previously, her grandpa had it, and then her sister ran the company for a bit. Yeah, Nancy. And and honestly, this is my favorite Tilda Swinton role ever. (laughs) She's great in it. Her voice, like, she has channeled this voice that sounds so much like like an American actress that I'm almost like, did you watch that? person's movies and stuff just to like decide this tone of voice and just the way she says things yeah so good um but it's basically it's lucy introducing this contest because they have quote-unquote discovered a new super pig they just happened to find this super pig in like arizona or something (laughs) and so she's like we have 26 of these pigs and so what we're gonna do we're going to run a contest and 26 farmers from around the world are going to, each of them is going to get one of these super pigs and they're going to have 10 years to raise it. And However then, they see fit. Yes. Yeah. It should be kind of like in line with how they raise animals and things with wherever they live. And then in 10 years, we will assess the pigs and whoever has the ultimate super pig is going to win this contest. Yeah. And, but, but also like, it's such a weird like it's such a weird thing to think about because the whole thing isn't like the contest makes like no sense why anyone would be excited about this contest what are you talking about it's just like (laughs) i don't understand it's not like it's this contest that people can enter it's literally 26 random people raising a pig that eventually is just gonna get slaughtered and served to consumers to be bought for food yeah, even the so she's announcing this contest to like basically media and somebody in the audience is like 10 years. I'm going to be dead. What do I care about this? <laughs> but it's also yeah, it's just so weird. So like there's like this 10 year production basically. But she paints it as this like incredibly eco-friendly practice. This pig takes less resources to raise. Uh, it's eco-friendly. It's non-GMO. All this all the great stuff you want to hear about food, you know? And it tastes amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is also where we meet Dr. Johnny Wilcox, played by Jade Incredible. And he is just like this over-the-top, like, I love animals. He's a wild ride. I have this animal show, and I'm going to be kind of like the animal expert in this contest. Yeah, he's basically supposed to be like like those the classic like animal experts that go on late night shows. Yeah. So he's like one of those people. Except now he's become the face of this corporation. He's like the marketing face of this corporation. Yeah, like they bring in this person who like says they love animals so that this animal production company doesn't seem as evil. Yes. It's all very icky. Yeah, I will say you get the very first. I didn't notice this on my first watch, but I noticed it the second time I watched it is you get the first red flag in Lucy's announcement of this super pig in the contest where she talks about how they found this random pig and they brought it to their farm or wherever it was and they mated them naturally like in the thing to create 26 but there's one pig you found one pig you didn't find two yeah i thought that when she kind of said we found one and then next thing you know she says we have 26 i was like what uh what's that math yeah, you get you get the very first red flag of it. And honestly, again, my first pass, I didn't even notice it because I was so like, it's such an over the top scene. 
like it's hard to realize everything they're talking about but like yeah you get the first red flag about like maybe what she's saying isn't as truthful as she's letting on to believe Mm -hmm. like with a lot of corporations something's not totally adding up but there's also not enough questioning of them so you know the contest goes on yes and so then we flash forward 10 years and we are in the mountains in korea and we see this adorable grown-up super pig hanging out (laughs) with her best friend which is this girl and they're just like hanging out in the forest you know the right away it's like this super pig is basically like a giant dog that kind of looks like a hippo but very much has like the same mannerisms as a dog right yeah, to be honest, I got complete, like, I, I, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but me and you talked about it. Gave me house hippo vibes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're babies. It's like full on house hippo vibes. Yeah. If you haven't seen the house hippo, which is a Canadian icon. Yeah. If you're Canadian and grew up in the 90s, you probably know who the house hippo is. <laughs> oh it's so true it's like a little house hippo it's so cute (laughs) yeah but you just kind of get this montage of them hanging out going through their day you get the feeling that like okja and mija 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 they like really i think that's how you pronounce her name yeah i think um they like really understand each other and they are just like in tune they have this way of communicating that no one else does and i don't even know how they're communicating (laughs) yeah but it seems like they are and there's even that the scary moment where uh, they're kind of walking along a cliff as they're heading back to Mija's house because her grandpa has called them back. In the greatest way possible. Yeah. He's Over got, like, microphone. Speaker system to call <laughs> out through the, the forest. forest. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so the, she kind of slides off the cliff, and but she has a rope tied around Okja. And so... Okja is trying to pull her back up because she's just kind of like dangling over this really high cliff from this rope. And somehow Okja like sees this branch sticking out and like runs towards it so that the rope. Yeah, Okja's smarter than most people. Honestly, as soon as that started happening, I was like, wait, that's what you were thinking? That's, I didn't, I didn't know what we were. Wow. Okay. Right. (laughs) Physics is happening here and everything. Okay. (laughs) Okja understands physics. (laughs) better than me because then it like the rope hits the branch and swings mija up so she falls back onto land okja falls off the cliff but it's a super pig so obviously she's okay okja's all good (laughs) so they they hug and they and everything's fine and they go back home yeah and there's this scene at dinner where mija is talking to her grandpa and her grandpa's like the the man from the company is coming tomorrow. He's going to, he has to deal with Mondo some, or something, right? Yeah, yeah. He has to deal with some paperwork and me just like, oh, okay. But you, you paid him, right? We own Okja now. They can't take Ocha, Okja away. And her grandpa's like, yeah. Her grandpa straight good. up lies. And it's not good. It's not good. Come on, grandpa. Oh, so then the next morning, Mondo arrives with a whole crew, including... Dr. Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this scene, though. Dr. Johnny is the weirdest person in the world. So creepy. But, like, 
this is the thing. He's like def- one of the villains of the film, without a doubt. But I was like, I don't know why this character is so fun to me. <laughs> oh, you can't take him seriously because he's just like so exaggerated in everything that he does. He's like a comic, comical version of this animal personality, TV personality. Yeah. But what I find funniest too is so they've come with like a film crew and everything, and like he. He has this incredibly, like, high and squeaky voice normally, but as soon as he's on camera, he has this kind of more serious voice, and I was like, this is feels like the complete opposite. <laughs> like, he has to tone himself down for the camera. There's just a lot going on with him there that you're just, like, not sure about him. Um, but also, he's all mad because he had to climb up this mountain, and he's, like, exhausted. He's like, all the other super pigs were, like, a five-minute drive. I had to climb up this mountain? But we learn that Okja won the contest. Yes. Okja is the most super pig. Is the best super pig. But yeah, that's why they've come up the mountain to see her. And this is also the moment where we learn that there is this black box in kind of Okja's ear where they have been gathering data about Okja's development over the last 10 years. So when they arrive, um, Mundo takes the black box, copies some of the data, like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. Okay, we're tracking all this, and then puts it back. And, like, that's all, but that's an important thing that happens. And then her gra- Mija, Mija's grandpa is like, come on, we have to go off and do this thing. We have to go get some... They go to her parents' graves... But I don't know if that's what he said they were going to do. Whatever he, he says, he gets her away from Okja. Yeah, which, Grandpa, come oh. on. Grandpa, like, yeah. I really want to like the Grandpa in this film, but there's so many decisions he makes that I'm just like, Grandpa, what's going on? Yeah, he let, he hands her this pure gold pig. <laughs> yeah. Which like, he, he starts <laughs> off by explaining, like, this is a gift that people would give their daughters before their wedding day. He's like, you're not getting married anytime soon, but I wanted you to have this pig. Like, why? Well, because Okja's going away. But you have this pig now. It's fine. Yeah. So this it's gold all, statue. <laughs> it's all good. And obviously, Misha's like, no, that's my best friend. You can't take her away. Runs off to try to catch them. She, I feel like she almost made it far down the mountain. Like, she made it to the road, at least. I thought she was going to just keep going. Right? And then next thing you know, it's dark and she's back up at the top of the mountain in their house. But like, dang, she is physically fit. Oh my gosh, like, yeah. She does so much running in this film. The and stunts? I'm just like, I would be exhausted. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, yeah, she's like legit pretty strong. Yeah. Um. So she comes back up to the house and she basically tells her grandpa, I'm leaving. I'm going after Okja. I'm going to Seoul. That's where they're taking Okja before they go to America. So she's like, I'm taking my clothes. I'm taking money. I'm taking this gold pig. And her poor grandpa is like, no, you can't go. You can't go. And then as she's leaving, he like looks at a picture of Okja and like draws out the cuts of meat on Okja's picture and is like, this is what Okja is meant to be. Like, he starts, like, t- like flank, whatever the other parts of meat are. Yeah. Okja is just supposed to become food. Which, like, I feel like is the fir- not the first, but, like, is when you truly, like, you kind of under- start to understand the commentary that this film is talking about. Is that, like, Mija has this emotional connection with this animal that, like, 
a lot of people like even like the grandpa was part of raising it wasn't just like it was just Mija raising this pig but most people don't have this emotional connection where they can be like no 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 this animal doesn't deserve to die because somebody wants to eat meat mm-hmm. it's a very very true sense of like society at least american society yeah yeah this idea that you can't see an animal is more than just yeah dinner. yeah this one is like okja has like a lot of animals do but okja has so much personality that yeah. i'm like how do you even like how can you not f- have that emotional connection yeah how can you not feel attached and especially to the fact that like her her and her grandpa raised okja for 10 years together and That's like so long yeah and through that like i don't know when her parents passed away but they passed away at some point so it's been the two of them working through that and they've had okja as kind of part of that growth like and that bond yeah. yeah so it just feels like there's got to be something more with going through all of that together yeah this is like it feels like like that scene in particular too i was just like it's the frustration i feel a lot when i'm talking to somebody about like like having this like open discussion about veganism and why you're vegan or whatever and i'm just like i just don't understand like why this like like it's like a cow is like a dog like cows play like i just don't understand Mm -hmm. it was like watching that scene i was just like no no oh it's so heartbreaking and like we're not even near the worst parts Uh, yeah really (laughs) this is just like scratching the surface yeah so uh next thing we know mija has made it to seoul she made good time um but she finds the mirando office and like we said mija is like really tough she jumps against the glass wall and kind of just like gets flung back off of it but which like most people would be so winded by that (laughs) right like she fully like bounced right off that thing and was like (laughs) pretty much fine to get up as soon as it did she was good yeah it it ended up breaking and then she's running through the office trying to find okja she gets to some windows and she can see down below that they're loading okja into this big truck so she's like i gotta get down there i gotta follow the truck so she gets down there and she's running after the truck and eventually you know has to do another one of her stunts she jumps on top of a moving truck Okay, I literally, that scene was like, I'm sorry, is this Fast and the Furious? What is happening? (laughs) I was like, imagine having the courage to do that in real life. And not even the courage, but like, she didn't fall off. (laughs) Really, the physical strength to actually hold on to a moving truck. Like, what kind of training were her and Okja doing in the mountains? (laughs) I am impressed because like not only is she not only is she hanging on to the top at one point because there's a a bridge that they're going under it's too low she has to like kind of climb down to the back so she is hanging off the back of this truck I don't know if you've ever tried to even just hang off of monkey bars no like five minutes max I'm gone (laughs) I am falling onto the road I am being run over yeah, like, I don't know what her secret is, but, like, I'm impressed. Upper body strength <laughs> yeah. is so real. Um, but this is also when we meet some other mysterious truck on the road. This big black truck that kind of pulls up beside the one that Okja is in. And they start kind of, like, 
hinting that they're going to do something. Like, they don't fully say what's going to happen, but right away the driver and uh, Mundo, Which, who... I love the driver. <laughs> oh, me too, yeah. Uh, they, uh, they're immediately uncomfortable. And the whole time, too, Mundo has been like to the driver, are you sure you know what you're doing? Are you sure you know how to drive this truck? Um, so this big black truck eventually like forces the Okja's truck to kind of like pull over. They can't drive anymore. They've like forced them against the wall. They're stopped. This is when we learn that they are the Animal Liberation Front. ALF for short. Yes, ALF. And they're here hilarious. to- <laughs> Which I'm assuming ALF is supposed to be like the PETA type deal. But yeah, know? yeah, they seem like your standard animal rights activists. Yeah. Yeah, and so we learn that they are here to save Okja because they they break Okja out of the truck and they put Okja, well, they're trying to put Okja into their truck and this is the moment where Mija calls out to Okja and is like, I'm here, I'm here, and they're reunited and it's so sweet. Honestly, then- every time... Okja hears like Mija's voice call out to her and like Okja perks up. I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't handle this. It's just, it's too sweet. It's like this beautiful like sigh of relief that like Okja's like, oh, I found my person. You know, I'm reunited. It's just, it's so sweet. Yeah. But also heartbreaking. (laughs) And so Mija and Okja end up getting into this other truck. So like we got to get away from. Yeah. So Mija is kidnapped. (laughs) Okja. I mean, I guess you can't call it kidnapped, but stolen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. By some strangers. And they're, so they're in the truck and these strangers, aka the ALF, the ALF, are explaining to Mija who they are and what they do. And so they have one guy on the team who speaks Korean and is translating for the rest of them. Um, And they're explaining their whole plan of how they have to, they have to let Okja get taken to the lab in New Jersey so that they can film what happens in the lab and expose what kind of company Mirando actually is. Yeah, so, basically what they want to do is that little black box that's on Okja's ears, they want to replace it with their own little black box that looks the same but is built with a camera inside. Yeah, and so they explain this to Mija and they ask if she is okay with that. Yeah. Paul Dano's character, I can't remember his name, but Jay. he's like the leader. Yeah. Okay. Jay. He's like the leader of this like ALF group. And he basically says, which like I respect so much. He's like, we won't do it without your consent because Okja is your animal. And as soon as he says that, the rest of the team is like, wait, what? We might not go through with this. Yeah. Um. So you can tell that there's some hesitation. They're kind of like, there's we some have to- differences. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Jay is like, nope. We have to, we stand for all beings. and Which being, I love. Yes. Being fair and supportive to all beings. That is so refreshing. So through the translation, K, he's the guy that speaks Korean, asks Mija if she is okay with going through with this. And she says, I want to go back to the mountains. And then K says that she says she agrees with the plan. Which like K. Not K. cool. Not, not yeah not cool really not okay so i mean the team gets really happy because he says she's fine with it so they all jump out of the moving van into the water off of a bridge yeah that's a pretty high jump super high jump 
definitely would be winded when you hit the water at a minimum. Maybe break some bones. I don't know. Their biggest concern when they got to the bottom was that the Ziploc bag didn't keep their devices dry. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. So, yeah, basically they jump out of the van to let the van get re, like, to basically captured. make, yeah, to make Mirando people think that they got the pig back. Yeah. So they capture Okja. They capture, the police capture Mija and basically put her in jail. <laughs> Which, like, Okay. okay. <laughs> this kid's like what 14 i don't even like maybe she seems younger than that too yeah because so they raised the i don't remember when they said when they said she got okja because it's been 10 years right since she's had okja mm-hmm. so i would assume she's maybe like 12 to 14 years old yeah i could see that yeah, yeah. um so then we cut to the scene with lucy Mirando and her team discussing how bad all of this makes the company and the brand look because videos are going around the internet there's specifically this clip of mija being like pulled out of the truck and like not really nicely yeah yeah not being nicely handled by the police and lucy's like this is the image that will ruin our brand people will not be happy with us so they come up with this They come up with this plan to kind of save the brand. And there's also this line in this whole discussion because Lucy's like going over how like, you know, this company is amazing for all of these reasons. She quotes like this article that was written about her that said, Lucy is making us fall in love with a creature that we're already excited about eating. And so (laughs) there's like all this pressure on Lucy to make this company work and to there's also this underlying story with her sister nancy who they have this like they're like nemesis nemesis but like also get along in some i don't really know it's a weird relationship it sounds like super competitive and but like, like yeah it seems like nancy always seems to be the one waiting for her to like waiting for uh what's her name lucy lucy to fail yeah and, and Lucy's like, like wanting always her trying to, to prove nancy wrong yeah 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 um so they eventually come up with this plan that lucy's like okay we'll bring mija here to new york and it will be this super special moment where she gets reunited with her best friend okja at the at the like unveiling of the best super pig but they also talk about how mija will become like the new face of the Miranda Corporation <laughs> and Dr. Johnny or whatever his name is is super upset. Yeah, super he's sto- upset. he's been kind of like listening in the background. Yeah, he's not a part of the meeting. No. He's like in a room behind them, like that's a glass room behind the meeting. <laughs> and so he comes storming in and he's just like, you cannot replace me. I'm People love me. And they're kind of like, Johnny, shut up and sit down. Yeah. You can really tell Johnny has really no say in anything. He's literally just the face. That's all he does. Yeah, and he he might be in a dark place. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You kind of get, like, it's not all good times for Johnny. He definitely not. Mostly bad times for Johnny. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I think we hear, too, this is where Lucy mentions that, like, her and the super pig should not be harmed. Mm Mm-hmm. They need to be treated very well. Yeah, yeah. And so anything that does happen to Okja can't be physically or outwardly noticeable. Yeah. Right? 
It's kind of very careful language. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the plan moving forward. So that means that Mija is released from jail and her and Mundo travel to America so that she can be reunited with her best friend. We also get, a, I think it's the scene where we get the gra- another questionable moment from yep. the grandpa. Where the grandpa's like, oh, I was so mad at you, but it's all okay because you're going to be the new face of the company. So go, go to America. Yeah, her grandpa's all for this. Like, there's all this media attention that's following Mija. And he's like, yeah, yeah, this is great. This is a good <laughs> yeah. time. And she's just like not having any of she's it. Just she, like, just, she just wants Okja. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and the interesting thing we get during her travels to America, because there's this line that that guy Kay said to her in the truck before he jumped out. He said, it would really help if you learned some English. It opens a lot of doors or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And so when she's on the plane, we see that she's reading a book about like learning English. Yeah, English for beginners or something yeah. like that. So Mija's on her way. Okja arrives at the factory and we see that ALF is following that truck and making sure that they have a video feed of what's going on inside the factory and this uh this is one of the harder scenes to watch oh my goodness it's incredibly difficult what happens yeah what happens next as they bring Okja into the factory and it just basically into this big room where Johnny is hanging out having a few beers as one yeah. does. As when... one does at work. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they bring in this other super pig named Alfonso. It's so sad. And we we kind of only see what's... We see a little bit in the room, but then it cuts to ALF watching the video feed of what's happening. And... You get glimpses of it. You Yeah, you get enough glimpses that you know they're being forced to mate. Yeah. And it's so heartbreaking. Yeah, and the people from ALF are like, they're they're very disturbed by it. Like they're uncomfortable. They're like, turn it off or mute it. Like we can't watch this. This is, this is going too far. This is not what we wanted for Okja. This is not worth it. And then this is also the moment where Kay admits that Mija was not okay with this plan. Yeah, because it was something along the lines of like, uh, I think, I think it was Jay who was like, you know. Mija wanted us to do this, wanted us to, like, continue this plan, and then Kay admits that he mistranslated. We get the darker side of Jay. Yeah, Jay goes from, like, zero to a hundred real quick, like, smashes Kay's head off the desk and starts, like, beating him. Basically says, like, you don't exist to us anymore. Get out. Yeah, you, like disgraced alf and like it's 40 year history or whatever it was yeah this is not what our mission is about yeah like we're not supposed to cause harm to any living beings and by mistranslating he's done that so he's basically been kicked out k's gone so uh and then it cuts back to this this scene with johnny and okja where he's leaning up against Okja and he's just he's crying and he said this is an unspeakable place like I think for Johnny to say that in that moment like it's almost like he feels like he's captive in this whole situation like he recognizes how dark all of this is but it's like he's too far gone yeah it almost kind of seems like at one point he was like he really did like the like like love animals and he's just kind of got like not that he he's obviously a villain in this film he does terrible things in this film but like it almost feels like like it's like 
he, I think his desire to be liked and to still be popular pr- supersedes his love for animals, but I think it's still there and he's still like upset of what, of the things he's done, he's done. Mm-hmm. So he, he says that line and then he kind of starts having another meltdown and spiraling. Cause like, like he's acknowledging like, this is a terrible place, but I think he also feels like completely it's out of his control so he's just like i don't know what he's thinking but he continues to do bad things like there's this moment where he gets a call from the team that is like with mija and she's like landed and she's like i want to talk to okja let me talk to okja and so she screams to okja but she can't hear what okja's quote-unquote saying because you know they have this way of communicating but okja hears her and gets all worked up and upset and then the call disconnects and then the scene cuts to johnny saying he's got this kind of machine thing or device and he's like pointing out the different cuts of meat that can come from okja and he ends up like taking some samples yeah he like extracts like a tube of meat I don't know if that's, like, a real tool. Like, he briefly mentions that it's used on, like, cows. I don't know if that's something that, like, the director made up or if that's actually true, which is so disturbing if it is. Right? And even, like, when they showed what they were serving as the test meat to the people who were trying, like, it did not know. Uh, uh. did not look like a good time at all. Just all of it made me just so sad and, like, sick to my stomach. Yeah, but yeah, so they gave it to the testers, and the testers all loved it. This is the best thing I've ever eaten. Yes. Okay. Okay, calm down. (laughs) Tried vegetables? They're pretty good, too. I was going to say, have you tried donuts? (laughs) Oh, yeah, donuts are pretty great. So then we kind of fast forward to the parade is starting, the big event. It's time for the big event already. So Mija's kind of being forced to wear all these things and get ready she goes into a room to get changed and jay has like snuck into that room and he has he's holding up some cards basically apologizing to her and kind of like love actually style yeah yeah and kind of explain to her what happened and what's going to happen at the parade and then he leaves and jumps out the window (laughs) yeah he basically says that they're going to rescue okja and her so then it's time for it's time for the big event. Um, and leading up to the event, they're all eating the, that weird package. It looks like a hot dog. Okay. Yeah. On the label, it says jerky. And I was like, that is the softest jerky I have ever seen in my life. Like, I'm sorry. If that's what they're saying is jerky, that's not, doesn't look good. It looks like individually packaged hot dogs. <laughs> it looks like hot dogs. That people are just eating like that, like no bun yeah like you would eat a hot rod you'd like yes. peel it back and you just bite into it but it's like this soft thing no it's, it's gross yeah, it does not look good it, no it does not look appetizing at all no <laughs> uh and so we get a scene where lucy is talking to who seems to be like her secondhand man frank mm-hmm. and obviously she's all nervous leading up to this event and he kind of reveals that oh your sister nancy got you these flowers She's in town. Nancy. And obviously Lucy is already worked up and now further yeah. worked up about this event because Cause Nancy. Nancy's here. We have to always prove Nancy wrong and we have to be 
the best version this company has ever been. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to Dr. Johnny on stage. Dr. Johnny is (laughs) truly, truly something. Oh, he is such a mood. Even just like all of his choreography, I want to (laughs) say. He honestly like he... He feels like a picture of, like, people trying to get through the year 2020, where you're, like, pretending you're fine, but you're really not. <laughs> like, that's what Johnny feels like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's overcompensating for a lot. Yeah, because he's so, like, he clearly has some issues going on in his life, and he's conflicting morals and, like, what he wants, and, like, he's not happy, it seems. But, like, outwardly, he's, like, the most, like, over-the-top person in the world. And I was like, it just feels like a portrait of everybody in the year 2020. Oh, relatable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he comes out on stage and kind of like, yeah, this is the big event. We're going to meet the super pig. But first, here's Lucy. And then Lucy's... (laughs) Lucy's the strangest lady. (laughs) She's just like, it's always uncomfortable. Yeah. When she's talking. You, You just feel on edge when she's around. Yeah. And so then she obviously introduces Mija and then Okja comes forward and it's like supposed to be the big, the big moment, the big reunion. And, and Mija pulls out a persimmon, which is a callback from the beginning of the film where Mija is feeding Okja a persimmon. Yeah, she made sure to have one with her for when she was, she got to be reunited with Okja. Which, so, so sweet. I know. Like she like, was... I love friends who bring me my favorite snacks. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> but this whole time, Mija made it a point to have this green fanny pack on. Like even when she was getting dressed for this event, the people were like, you have to take that off. And she refused to. So now we kind of know one of the reasons why she had to keep it on. She had this treat for Okja. So she hands it, like kind of holds it out and Okja starts to emerge from the tent and you kind of, you get this look in Okja's eyes that's like, she's not there. She's not who. Okja's broken. Yeah, she's, she's seen some stuff and she is not who she was. She's experienced some stuff. Yeah, so she kind of like comes running out, charging out and is just like all over the place. It's almost because like she's just like, she's so happy to like be free where she thinks she's free but also angry like it's not happy okja it's an angered okja that we haven't really seen before yeah Yeah. and like obviously like she's a she's a big animal it's it's scary to have this big animal just kind of like uh stomping around this very crowded parade and so this is also the moment where alf who has kind of like disperse themselves throughout the parade yeah some people are like in the parade some people are like in a building by the parade yeah so this is the moment where um jay kind of appears and all of the alf alf reveal themselves and it's the moment where jay has told mija don't look behind you because they start playing the footage they've taken over the screen yeah they've taken over the screens that are like at the back of the stage and they are now playing the footage from inside the lab that of they Okja basically being like tortured yeah and like forcibly mated yeah so this is the moment when they're trying to turn the entire crowd against Miranda. yeah and so pretty much chaos ensues there's this moment where Okja is 
like Mija is trying to calm down Okja, but she's not like getting through to her yet. I think Okja has like Mija's arm in her mouth and Jay is about to hit. Well, yeah, because he's like really worried for Mija at that point because again, he doesn't know the relationship between Okja and Mija because there's also like a point in the film earlier where Mija's like half, Mija's like half in Okja's mouth. Yeah. Like <laughs> before they come and take Okja away yeah. from the farm. Like Mija's just fully like inside Okja. Yeah. <laughs> so like Jay doesn't really know, know that relationship and doesn't know that this isn't, this is k- kind of a normal thing for them. Like it's not Oh, Mija's not in any danger. Yeah, so Mija stops him from hitting her. And you have this moment where we've seen her do it before, where she'll just kind of, like, whisper something into Okja's ear, something that we don't ever hear. We're never told what it is. But whatever she says, you kind of, you see in her eyes, Okja come back a little bit and be like, oh, it's you. It's almost like a safe safe. Yeah, am I safe again? I'm safe again for, for now? Um, so once Okja has become herself again, they all run off. Like, ALF is like, we gotta get out of here. Let's get Okja out of here. So they run to try to get to the truck that's waiting for them. And this is also a very telling and very uncomfortable scene because this is where we see a lot of the police brutality happening as they're trying to get away. Like, it's very very intense the way the police are kind of beating whoever they see in their way they don't get okja in the truck the police end up pulling okja off the truck but mija and jay are able to get away they get into this truck and it turns out that the person driving that truck is k he's kind of like come to the rescue and so they they drive through the night it almost becomes this montage of them driving through the night and like jay and mija are in rough shape because yeah there's like a doctor there to help them yeah like they barely made it through the police beating them and mija like falling off a vehicle yeah like she's on a lot of moving vehicles i don't in this movie (laughs) i don't know how she's done all this I i don't know either yeah um so that's where that's where it ends with that scene they get away from the police, but Okja doesn't. And then we have this scene with Nancy and Frank, where Nancy comes and says, like, she obviously throws it in Lucy's face and like, mm-hmm, of course this happened. And then as she's walking away and talking to Frank, she's like, go ahead with all the plants, like, keep moving forward. And Frank is like, aren't people going to not want to buy this after seeing that? And Nancy's like, no consumers won't care they'll eat whatever's cheap it's fine yeah she's like it's cheap and delicious they'll eat it yeah which like is the most accurate depiction of the meat of meat consumerism in north america and probably just like consumerism in general like just that line like they won't care if it's cheap like they won't they won't think of it any further like you could show them exactly what's happening. They'll forget it tomorrow as soon as they taste it. And like, oh, it's only a buck. Yeah. Which feels like, it. I feel like it happens in every industry and all that kind of stuff. So I feel, it's like the most true thing in this film. And like, it's not, the consu- it's not the consumer's fault if all they can afford is the cheap option. The problem is the company's exploiting that. Yeah. 
it cuts back to Kay, Jay, and Mija driving through the night, and they basically say to Mija, like, it's not going to be good what you have to see, but we have to do this to hopefully get Okja back. So they end up driving to the factory and the farm where there are... The slaughterhouse, essentially. Yeah, there are a lot of super pigs. Yeah, not 26. No, like hundreds. Yeah. Out in like this farm territory, but like not like a nice farm. It's just a field where they are crowded just standing there honestly the picture of factory farming yes yeah so they're like walking through the crowd of super pigs calling out like okja okja where are you they kind of get separated um j and k get separated from mija and she ends up finding her way into the factory as she does because she she finds okja like on one of the like trails going into the factory yeah kind of getting loaded up yeah, and then she finds an open door to the factory. Yeah, she's very resourceful that way. Honestly, though, right? so resourceful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and basically goes running through the factory to try and find Okja. Oh, my goodness. This, oh, this scene was terrifying. Yeah, this her, because you see her running through basically, like, almost every stage of production. You see a lot of, like, you see... Towards the end of where she finally finds Okja, you see how they kill the animals. You see them, like, cutting up carcasses and bodies. And, like, it is, like, it's exactly what happens in uh, factory farming settings. But it's so, like, there's so- there's something about watching it. And, like, I feel like it makes it worse because you know it happens, too. You're like, this isn't even, like, fiction. This is life. Oh, it's too real. Yeah, it is it is incredibly hard to watch. Like this whole movie is really heartbreaking and difficult to watch, but this scene I find in particular is incredibly hard to watch. Oh my gosh, cuz it gets to this point where she is like Oak just right there about to be shot and Mija calls out to the guy and holds up a picture of her and Oakja and is basically saying like don't do it. This is this is my best friend. The guy doesn't really understand, but it's enough time for there to be a delay. A know? delay, yeah. Where all of a sudden Nancy and Frank show up and Jay and Kay are brought in. Because Nancy's all like, oh, what's with the lackluster security? How did all of these people get in here? <laughs> Dang Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Nancy's, you know, talking to Mija is like, this is just business. We have to go through with this. I don't really care about your feelings. Yeah. And we have this part where Frank is her right hand man right? yeah where frank's like oh this is our pro like this is the best super pig we have and nancy's like why is it still alive yeah like does not care just why is it still alive so cold also the coldest line of the whole film where she was like like this is the way business goes and it's something along the lines of like this it's worth everything except for like it's squeak or whatever yeah so i can't remember the exact line it is so cold and it is so like that line just gave me like shivers i hated it or like everything is worth everything is worth something except for the squeak yeah because they she talks about how they can use how they use every part of yeah some of it goes to hot dogs and some of it goes to like fine dining restaurants and whatever it is the only thing worthless is the squeak aka it alive yeah which is the coldest, most heartbreaking line, I think, of this film. Like, the mo- on the most extreme end of the spectrum where you're, like, completely detached from the animal. Has no emotional connection to this animal. 
even in the slightest. Doesn't even feel bad yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, doesn't even want to really, re- like, just, it hardly recognizes that it's a living creature. <laughs> so it feels like we are about to see Okja get shot. Which, like, I thought was going to happen. I, yeah. I really thought it was, I was like, they're going to do it to us, aren't they? <laughs> I, I really thought it was coming to, I was trying to brace myself for it, but I was I like, know. I can't. I was like, I'm not ready for this. And I honestly didn't think it was going to work when she holds out the gold pig that her grandpa gave her, which is like solid, pure gold. And Nancy takes it and she's like, okay, this is legit. Yeah, you can have the you can have the pig. Pleasure doing business with you. Yeah, yeah. And walks away. She's like, this is worth a lot of money. Yeah, basically just says, make sure our uh, our customer and her purchase get home safely. Yeah. Something like that like yikes which like okay that was messed up but wow i haven't been so relieved throughout the entire movie right capitalism worked for once wow she's like like at least it's one of those things where it's like it continues to cement the fact that like it's just about money like she's like oh i can make more money from this pig alive now because this girl's offering this golden pig so yeah i'll sell it (laughs) thank goodness yeah um, so Mija and Okja leave the factory as they're leaving this little Heartbreaking. tiny Heartbreaking. baby super pig kind of like gets shoved out by its parents. Yeah. Yeah. And Okja, Okja carries it in her mouth so that they can take her with them. Without the guard seeing that they're also taking a second one. But honestly, like that scene is so heartbreaking because it's like, so they're all the super pigs are like caged in by an electric fence and the parents of this little baby piglet literally like hold open the electric fence so that they can boot their baby out to save their baby's life like it's the saddest most heartbreaking thing oh gosh yep (laughs) and like this is like pure house hippo vibes this baby (laughs) oh yeah it's so tiny and adorable but it's all good they they go back to the mountains and they kind of get to live happily ever after now they're this family of four grandpa mija okja and house hippo and it's it's all good we don't really know what happens to johnny no i i'm i think it's safe to assume nothing good because johnny oh there was the scene we forgot so there's the scene when the video is being shown of like what happened to Okja. Johnny's obviously in the footage because Johnny's doing a lot of these things. And he like does this like weird plea to the audience. Oh my saying, gosh. Like he promises to like change and to like reflect inwards or whatever it was. He says like that really classic means nothing apology where it's like I'm going to learn everything I can from this experience. Yeah, and then, like, something gets tossed at his head and he, like, falls forward into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. So, like, we're going to assume nothing good happened to Johnny. Johnny has fully fallen from grace, I think. Yes. Uh, I don't know Don't know what's going on with Lucy either, but... No, we, we really don't get a conclusion to that side of it. I'm kind of okay with because all I care about is Mija and Okja being okay. And also, I feel like the conclusion on the other side is that super pigs all ended up getting killed and sold for meat 
Like, I don't think there, like, we didn't really get a conclusion from the animal rights side, which makes me sad, but also it was like, it's life. That's exactly what happens is people see the footage or they hear about the footage or they watch a documentary and they're sad for like a day and then they go and have a burger the next day. <laughs> so like, to me, it almost, like it felt like the most accurate depiction of life that there is no conclusion to like the animal rights side to the sadness of what's happening because capitalism wins yeah all we got was like there's an end scene kind of after a bunch of the credits did you see see that one yeah i didn't see it the first time i watched it but i saw it the second time yeah so we know that alf is still continuing their fight that's that's basically what we see like they are still going to battle against whoever their next mission is and it almost feels like it's supposed to be a cliffhanger but i think it's just supposed to allude to the fact that like yeah, this one pig got saved, but like there's so much there's more millions work of other animals to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it honestly it ends exactly how I feel like it should end because that's just like it so accurately depicts life that I feel like it couldn't have ended any other way. Because even Okja living and being able to go back with Mija is also still capitalism winning because the only way she was able to get Okja is by paying more than she would be worth dead. Yeah. Basically, capitalism wins this film. Yeah. Yeah. But at least Okja is still, like, returns to herself and isn't, like, too scarred. Like, I was kind of worried that that's where it was going to go at, during that parade where it's just, like, the Okja you knew is gone. But thank goodness she's, she wasn't. But also, like, have you ever thought about, like, where is this second super pig going to, like, hang out? Like, is they're really big, these pigs. Yeah. They're going to have to and, make like, they already, room on that mountaintop. They already have Okja. And now they have this baby super pig. Like, Okja's, like, the only pig that can fit in that little barn that yeah. she stayed in. <laughs> where is the second one going to go? It'll be fine. They'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank goodness it ends on a happy note because wow that entire movie is just like a weight on your chest yeah watching it i watched it i I put on the movie like by myself in the living room and then my mom kind of walked in and was like what's this oh and she sat down and i was like expecting her to leave at some point but she just she just kept watching did she say anything at the end after watching it just that it was uncomfortable but then there was also like at one point, my dad walked into the room and was like, oh, this doesn't look nice, and walked out. My sister walked into the room and was like, oh, this does not look nice, and walked out. Like, they did not, not want to nice. watch it. Which, like, is, like, is society now, right? right? No one really wants to see what happens behind the curtain. I was like, yeah, it's not a happy movie to be watching uh, this afternoon, but, like, I think it's an important one that you guys should watch. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I watched it with Hutch. <laughs> he watched it with me for my birthday. <laughs> I was like, you have to watch this movie with me for my birthday. <laughs> Did it make him feel anything? I don't know. I think he, he agreed that it was, like, sad. But I don't think it'll change anything. Yeah. Like, he's still not vegan. Yeah. I think one of the things that I think this movie... The movie itself doesn't do the disservice. But I think it's the fact that it's, like, it's a fiction film. 
Like it's it's not a documentary. It's not nothing. It's not nothing like that. So I think a lot of people, when you watch it, can be like, oh, it's just a movie. Hmm. Like obviously, it's just a movie. But like, it's not. It's not just. A, that's just that's factory farming. Yeah, like it's too real for me. I can't like not see that as being like. Yeah, no, this is not actually fiction. Yeah, and I think like we're in a different position because I think we have seen not necessarily have seen footage but understand some of what happens behind factory farming like it's one of the reasons both you and i are vegan or don't eat meat or whatever it is um so i think we can understand so when we see something like this we're like oh my god no this is so real but i think like everybody like i think we underestimate how many people don't have any idea what happens in and like animal agriculture and uh, factory farming specifically so that when they see something like this they're like that can't happen no yeah that's not real this is just a movie yeah it's kind of like the thing i run into the most is people not realizing how dairy works and that the cow has to keep getting pregnant yeah and i like also wonder too like so the thing about this film is it's told through the lens of a fictional animal. Like, this animal actually doesn't exist. Unfortunately. Like, I don't know if this film would have gotten the same reception. And, like, this, oh. like it, it was pretty popular if it was just a story about pigs. That's so interesting you bring that up. Because, like, when I was describing the movie to my dad and sister, like, explaining, this is what you walked away from. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my sister was like, you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of Charlotte's Web and Wilbur which is an actual pig being depicted, even though it's, like, a cartoon. But she's like, yeah, it made me think of Wilbur and how, like, he wasn't killed and instead he was kind of just showcased to people, which isn't exactly better, but he seemed happier, so... But it made her think of that, which was still, like, more of a real-life thing than this fictional creature. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I feel like... Like, I feel like if this... If the director had just gone the route of, like, because I f- maybe it would have been too real for people if it was just like, no, this is just a pig. Or people are so disconnected from the animals that we eat that they're like, no, a, a young girl can't have this kind of relationship with a pig because we know pigs. Pigs aren't smart. Pigs are farm animals. They're not pets. But because we've created this fictional creature, people are like, this fictional creature can be anything. And people feel for this fictional creature because, oh, it has this amazing personality, even though pigs and cows and sheep and all chickens have incredible personalities, but we don't really see it. And outside the context of like a children's movie where they're talking, like Charlotte's Web, where they're like, it's very clearly a children's cartoon thing. But like, this is a very, very real not children's movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And also because like my first thought when you see okja and what okja is like i immediately was like this is like a dog so like i'm relating okja to a dog which in our culture in where we live a dog is a a domestic animal a a part of a family sometimes not something you consider killing so like to me i was like if people watch this and see like this animal who acts like a dog is being used for meat will they make that connection that i'm making here but i don't think they will But no, see, I think because, at least in North America, we have this picture of what a pig, what a cow, what a chicken is, and it's not a picture of a playful animal. Like, it's just a picture of a cow in a field eating grass, and they're like, okay, 
they're just cows eating grass. Like you don't, you never see the personality of a cow. You never see the personality of a pig or a sheep or enter any animal here that's used for meat. Um, that I feel like if, if they had gone the route of it just being a regular pig, people would be like, that's not, that's not, pigs aren't like that though. Like, mm. and they just, it would have, like, I feel like the movie made the correct choice in going with a fictional animal because it's easier to build a connection with an animal no one's ever heard of. And they're like, okay, this animal could be this way because I don't know what this animal is. But as soon as you do it with a pig and people are like, oh, pigs are just like this. But no, you just, you don't know what pigs are like because you've just never been around a pig. I will say, if you do want to know how lovely cows are, the cow side of TikTok is freaking adorable. <laughs> Oh, they're the most cuddly animals ever. Like, what the heck? I love it. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think this movie, it the, the fact that it's a fictional animal allows people to go on believing that it doesn't actually happen in real life. Yeah. And I know it's, it's probably unrealistic to expect people to watch it and then be like, yeah, I got to stop eating meat. What I would instead hope is that people watch it and are like, Maybe I need to avoid factory farmed meat if I can. Or, or honestly, even just maybe I need to look into where my meat is coming exactly. from and the practices. Like not even where you watch the film and you're like, oh, I need to stop eating factory farmed meat. It's maybe I should like this could be real. Like just yeah. think, you know, just like ask the questions of like what's actually happening to the animals that I'm eating. Yeah. And because it, not only does this uh, movie speak to the animal cruelty side and the company also trying to be like we're environmentally friendly it also speaks to like genetic modification happening to the foods that you're eating and people not really realizing what they are and are not being told well yeah because this this super pig is painted as like a non-gmo thing but then we learn i don't know at one point in the film we learn it but we learned that this pig was made in a lab by yeah. this company. They didn't find this pig anywhere. This is just, they literally made this in a lab. Yeah, I think we learn that when we go to the lab. We learn that from ALF, I think. I think so, yeah. But yeah, so it is, it's, it's a heavy, heavy film that I think everybody should watch. I think it's an important film to watch. But I think it's also, like, I don't think it's one where you should, you've watched it and you're like, okay, done. You know, do research. Look into the companies that are making your meat. Um, I also think, which I wish, I know it's like this film covered a lot. I do wish the film had touched dairy production a little bit because we do see random shots of them like looking at the super pig's udders yeah. and things like that. So you assume that they're also being milked or something. Yeah. I don't know. But I wish they had touched on dairy production because I feel like people don't realize how dark of an industry dairy production is. I feel like that's what the end scene was alluding to part two, you know? Yeah. That's what we got to... Because people look at eating meat versus eating dairy as like very, very separate instances of how the animal is treated. So I feel like they... Yeah, I wish they talked about it, but I don't think it would... I think it needs to be its own story. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. But yeah, give this film a watch if you can. It's on Netflix. So if you have a Netflix subscription, you should be able to watch it. At least it's on Canadian Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, give it a watch. I, It's it's a heavy film. It's really, really heavy. You're going to cry probably. 
you're going to be uncomfortable. But I also think that's a good thing. Yeah, it, it's the kind of movie that will make you think and make you feel a lot of feels that maybe are helpful to be reminded of. And uh, I'm glad we chose to watch this one. You know, we've done a lot of cooking in like really, really food focused movies. This one was a good, a good vegan one that I'm surprised we haven't talked about sooner because it is like four years old, but it's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, very, very good movie. Highly recommend. And also highly recommend the director. Watch all this stuff he's done because it's great. Yeah. All right. That's going to be it for this episode. If you want to check out any of our vegan recipes, they're at twomarketgirls.com or twomarketgirls on YouTube and on all of the socials. So we'll see you there. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Every single one. (laughs) 